0: Your real name is Miles Prower? That's much cooler than Tails. Ugh. Is it, though? (laughs) Today on. Or, okay, here, let me try it again. We'll do an alternate take. Here we go. Your name is Miles Prower? No, fuck that. I'm calling you Tails. Everybody, hello! Welcome back to Press B to Cancel. My name is Guy Prime, and I'm here today discussing sidekicks and their merit in video game history. With me today, Sick Jake. How you doing, uh, Sick Jake? Doing great. Hey, everybody. Wonderful. And Werewolf, how you doing, dude? Tired, but good. Yes, you put in extra work editing our two year anniversary episode. yeah, and you up till six o'clock. I think is that part right?
1: of? Yes. well, part of it is my own fault for waiting so long to get it done. But I mean, at the same <laughs> time, I think I was doing something incorrectly if it took me over four times the length of the episode to do. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, it's impressive, and the episode was wonderful, and it's yeah, great. our thanks. Uh, Okay, so today, as mentioned, everybody, we are talking about video game sidekicks, their place in history, and whether or not uh, should they exist, I guess, is really the macro view of this. So let me start off by asking a question. Who is the quintessential video game sidekick? Sick Jake, what do you think? Oh, Luigi, probably, right? Okay, and Werewolf?
1: You know what? I I don't ge- I wouldn't generally think of Luigi, but I think the answer is correct. To my mind, I would have right. said Tails, but I, I think Luigi is probably it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think when I posed that question, that was the first name to come into my head. And probably everybody else listening would say that Luigi was one of their knee-jerk reactions. The, the name they didn't think of, but it popped in their head anyways. Uh, so with that, let's just start there. What do we think of Luigi? Werewolf, you start us off.
1: No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm I'm going to defer this to Jake first because we we've touched on no, this I'm subject. Sorry, you're, you're, we've we've touched on not, this subject in the past. The I know. <laughs> oh, but I have I have some things to say and I want to wait until I hear Jake talk because we've touched it, on this before. And it would before. be rude to go against there our was, host. There was anger in his voice regarding Luigi. <laughs> and i i don't okay, have then, this anger but i do have a certain knowledge that uh might you you guys might find interesting so okay. i think jake well, should go
0: before first. sick jake goes off on his his luigi tangent <laughs> i will say for anybody who doesn't know luigi is part of the mario brothers universe in fact he's one of the mario brothers uh luigi mario brother to mario mario and with that sick jake what do you think? What do you think about Luigi? Okay, first off, there's no, there's no anger, there's no, there's no
2: salt. I mean, just because Luigi's this greasy, gangly, bicycle-kicking motherfucker that flies through the air completely useless and slides all over the damn place and has this crooked side eye whenever you talk to him, no, there's no hatred for Luigi. Oh yeah. He's just the lesser Mario brother. He's so bad. I think bad. you're thinking of, you're thinking of Liu Kang. No, well, Liu Kang is also not a very good Mario brother either. <laughs> There's different lineage there. But no, Luigi is so lesser Mario. He he was not chosen to carry on the family name twice like Mario was. <laughs> it's Luigi Mario. He's named after the better Mario brother. No, I, I think Luigi's a trash tier character. I think he's a coward. He's always scared. He's always following Mario's footsteps. He's always chasing after the older brother. I don't think he ever stands apart. Any game where he's the hero, quote unquote, I think he's just lame. I just think he's a terrible okay. terrible character. And like we could say the topic of this episode is sidekicks. He is a sidekick, but part of what makes a good sidekick is, you know, they're by your side. But he's almost never beside Mario. When you're playing the Mario brothers, you're always just Mario. Hmm. Luigi's nowhere to be found. Most of the time.
0: Interesting. Let me let me ask you a question. Um not to piss on your fire but do you think bravery is the lack of courage, or do you think courage is the lack of fear? Because you said he's he's not courageous at all. He's always scared. I would, I would say that Luigi is, yes, more fearful than Mario, but still does what he has to do, and in that way is more courageous than Mario. Mario is just trying to get laid by saving the princess. Am I wrong? Well, you're going deep on me, huh? Yeah, I well, would, it's therapy.
1: I would kind of argue that Luigi is just trying to prove himself to Mario, and Mario doesn't care. Well, why would he? Right, because he's just looking for, you know, that Peach is Peach. That's it.
2: Yeah, he's, he's the hero. He doesn't <laughs> have to worry about the, the feelings of his sidekick, but that's fine. All right. You say, you say that, okay, facing one's fears, you know what? Mm-hmm. I take it back. You're right. There is respect. And bravery in facing your fears. But does he have to cry after Mario all the time in Luigi's Mansion? Mario!
1: Wasn't he looking oh. for Mario?
2: But he's always so scared. It's like,
1: Mario! Mario!
2: Like, he's always so worried and scared. Like, it just. Oh, come on. Sure. Okay. What?
1: Tell me, you were not in a ghost house by yourself, clearly haunted by numerous <laughs> poltergeists. Looking for your brother who has vacuum. disappeared in this, armed with right. a vacuum. Yes, you make a good point. Would you not be scared?
2: Okay, but why am I going in there? First off, I'm paired with this, with a cleaning appliance. Who does that?
1: Well, who are you gonna call? I mean, Egad told him it was okay, right? That's right. <laughs> Luigi I, is trusting to a fault.
0: Yeah, and he is—he's a puppy dog of a character. <laughs> I'm not saying he is better than mario but again that's not the category right the category is just makes jake (laughs) stand by his his hatred which is my favorite category and i have got to uh i've got to you know represent my son who is five years old about to be six and unlike his 1200th playthrough of luigi's mansion 3 loves the game can't get enough of it and the young lad can beat the game on his own And uh, most of the side games as well, he'll like to do these these versus mode things with me, and he kicks my ass. But uh, I I, got to show love for at least Luigi's Mansion Luigi, because we're getting separate Luigis. There's Mario 2 Luigi, (laughs) which was not originally a Luigi, but they made him one, and I think he's the superior character in that one. And then, of course, there's Mario, like the original Mario Luigi, which is just, you know a palette swap so you're right of course sick jake um but he's he's so inconsistent at least they make peach consistent they make toad consistent luigi yeah. is the fill in you know whatever mechanics we have left let's give it to to the younger brother so he is a throwaway brother yeah
1: can i play both sides on this argument because <laughs> absolutely <laughs> on the one side I I completely agree with what I was saying earlier about Luigi. And you were just talking about, you know, these are different Luigis. Um, Super Mario Galaxy has basically confirmed that the various incarnations of Mario and Luigi are pretty much not the same Mario and Luigi. They are across a sort of multiverse. Have you not played through (laughs) Mario Galaxy?
2: Not actually. No, I, I I think we've mentioned before. I don't really care for the game at all.
1: Uh, I never there, finished. I got
2: far way into it, but not all the way through.
1: There are diary entries you come across in that game somehow. I don't remember how. They are of Rose. They're Rosalina's diary, I believe, and right. they explain that you know you you can infer that Luigi and Peach are her father and mother, and it goes on to explain further that bowser always destroys the universe and it gets fixed again and things get put back but not exactly how they were so it's not always the same mario and luigi things change every time that said super paper mario luigi ends up being a villain in this game they (laughs) they they sort of write it off because he's brainwashed by the chaos heart but there's lore in the game that implies that the chaos heart does not make one evil. It brings out the worst traits in a character and it, it shows that Luigi is jealous of Mario big time, jealous of his romance with peach and all these things. So he says he doesn't have memories of everything else going on before that, but everything you're told about the chaos heart through the game implies otherwise. So Luigi just it it looks like Luigi is trying and you you know it's easy to miss this when you're just playing through cuz you're just taking Mario as a face value IP in your face, you know. But when you do digging and you take in all the lore of the game, Luigi is actually like deep down kind of a shitty person in that game. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the other side of the argument is it they Nintendo basically wrote Luigi as mario's worst enemy if he wanted to be
2: i was not prepared when we (laughs) mentioned this topic of an episode for us to dive into the luigi multiverse (laughs) (laughs) the fact that that's in galaxy i kind of want to play galaxy now just to see these (laughs) dire entries just see how they they do that i'm
1: sure you can find these on youtube just do that so that way you can see for yourself and blow other people's minds it's it's interesting
2: well, so now this brings the question. Then, okay, so if Luigi, deep down, has that nugget of evil or you know jealousy and bad thoughts within inside of him, does that mean his mirror universe Waluigi counterpart has a nugget of good inside of him?
1: One would think. Huh. Granted, Waluigi is a play on bad Luigi already. Hmm. <laughs> you know, there's there's an old saying. A little bit of a tangent, but just to earlier in the discussion. You know, don't. I, there are some people who say, I don't trust a person with two first names. <laughs> what if you have two of the same first name? Mario, Mario. <laughs> who are you going to find more trustworthy just on name alone? Mario, Mario, or Luigi, Mario?
0: I, I don't think that counts. Two first names implies two separate names. If you were to say, I don't trust somebody whose name is the same word twice, well, we have precedence here. We have Saran, Saran. Which I believe, uh, who is Sir Honor? Who did he murder? I, I, I'm thinking of. Was he? Was he Robert Kennedy? Was it? I I don't remember. Yeah. See, I was not prepared for that question. All I'm saying is you asked it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, some <laughs> cultures way. though,
2: two of the same first name is considered lucky. I think it was. I think I think it's Chinese culture. Like having the same name twice is considered a sign of luck or something. There's a positive spin oh, to okay. it as well. Huh? That's so not universal. Well, I don't want to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't want to get out of my depth here and and talk about other cultures that I'm not familiar with. But yeah. That would be my take. Yeah. Also, I have you know two two f- interchangeable names for my 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 full name. My first name and last name are both first and or last names. So. That's true
1: too. Oh yeah. So, I mean technically um, you could say that about me as well so eh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I I will say this before we move on from Mario and Luigi which well we'll get final thoughts but while I'm thinking of it uh, today is actually the birthday of uh, the, the Mario to my Luigi, my older brother Dave. So uh, happy happy birthday to him. Uh, we won't go into numbers, but how fortuitous that we would have this discussion. And maybe I lean Luigi because I have an older <laughs> brother who runs the show, but uh, yeah, there, there it is.
2: Uh, honestly, my my dislike of Luigi as a character really does come down to the mechanics in the game, right? The early games, specifically probably Mario Two USA. That one, I I think he's the worst in the bunch. I know JP you mentioned you like him, think he's the best. I guess because of the height of his jumps, but I find the physics on his jump. Just terrible. I, I just hate it. I'd much rather Peach, Toad, even Mario. I'd rather play literally anybody else than Luigi
0: in that freaking game. Okay. So hovering better than high jumping? I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, cool. I, cool. I think that's fair. No, I when I it.
1: played through Mario 2 over and over with each character individually with no warps, I think Luigi was the most frustrating playthrough.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... uh what what other game should we tackle? We we kind of already alluded to Sonic at the top of the episode. Should we should we discuss Sonic and his perfect little pal Tails?
1: Yeah, I w-
0: <laughs> I want to know what what
1: Jake has against Tails.
2: Okay, I mean besides being this cold, stone blooded, murdering bastard, I I don't know, but maybe he poisons milk for school children. I don't know. The, the details of his crimes against animal kingdom is just buried and fast but look he, he's a murderer okay every time every he's been in what two and three sonic 2 sonic 3 he always ends up getting me killed mm-hmm. sonic 3 especially is where i really really got frustrated with him recently i played through um it's called sonic delta i think we mentioned this before it's like a, a rom hack of all the major sonic games pushed together and mm-hmm. we're playing that there's a couple zones the first one is the I think it's a carnival zone or or casino zone. Carnival zone, I think it is. You know, slot machines, lights, bouncy things, all that kind of stuff. And when I start up this hack, you have the choice of Sonic, Sonic and Tails, or Tails, or Knuckles. And I forgot that you don't need to have Tails. So I played as Sonic and and, uh, Tails. You know, I thought maybe my kids would take control of them once in a while to play as them, but they don't like them either. So they were fighting over Sonic. Anyway, (laughs) you get to the carnival zone, and there's one, I think it's the second act and there's one section where there's this red and white barrel thing. And the first (laughs) time you play Sonic 3, it's kind of confusing. You you may not realize you have to jump on the the barrel, and you kind of have to work up and down on the control pad to gain gain momentum to move the barrel up high enough, and then you can go uh, to the level below. But if you don't know that momentum move you need to do, it's very confusing. But even if you know how to do it, you jump on there, and you're carefully trying to work the momentum. If Tails is with you, and he just starts flipping out like a ninja, jumping for no fucking reason, and lands on the barrel as you're going the opposite direction. It slows you down, and it fucks up the momentum, and you got to start over. That act especially, you're very tight on time. So what happened to me several times is I'm running out of time. I know where I need to go. I know what I need to do, and I'm trying to gain the momentum to move the barrel and Tails keeps hopping for no damn reason, screwing it up. And I lost time and I died due to time loss because of fucking Tails. And it's not just that zone. The ice zone as well, there's a section with these trampoline things in the air. And again, you have to jump on it and then bounce off of it. But if Tails is there, he fucks up the slingshot momentum and screws you up. And again, he screwed it up in a way that I fell off and it hit some spikes. Or I fell in a pit or something. He screws with you. He kills you. Any other zone in the game, he likes to fly. You know, when Tails dies, he is effectively immortal. He, he is the freaking Highlander following you around, trying to get songs. <laughs> and if, when he dies and he comes back, he flies onto the screen. Well, I'll be damned if you're trying to jump through a tricky section. Tails dies, comes back, and as you're making that critical jump, the motherfucker flies to the air and you grab onto his hands by accident. You don't want him to touch you. You don't want to touch Tails. You have a strict personal space rule with Tails <laughs> in the contract. He ignores that and grabs you anyway, and you it screws up your jump, and then you miss it and you fall. I've died more times in Sonic 3 to Tails than I did on my own with just Sonic Playthrough. Like, he's that fucking annoying. So I think that's why he's one of the worst sidekicks ever created. Plus, he's ugly. Like He's a freak.
1: That is a lot to take in.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We've been building up on this for, for a few episodes.
1: Yeah, no, no, I, I, I get it. Um... So you're saying you were just pushing up and down on that barrel and Tails was just jumping off of it for no good reason? Yeah. That's weird. Hmm. Now I I've, I've I've discussed my struggle with that barrel in the past. So I never got to have that issue by the time I figured it out. I don't think I'm wondering if Tails AI was a problem of the hack rather than a problem of Sonic 3. Mm, you know because I don't it, remember it him that. doing that. Yeah. In the original yeah. Um, you are correct that Tails does grab you from time to time at uh, inconvenient times. And yes, sometimes it's just a minor hiccup. Other times you get that infamous boom death sound. And, you know, I, I think in Sonic 2, I used to find entertainment in just randomly hearing that sound when <laughs> Tails was not on screen. Because you don't know what happened. All you know is Tails died.
2: It's like, oh, Tails died again.
1: <laughs> but it, it wasn't a matter of Tails dying for me. It was just hearing the sound out of nowhere while I was running around. That's that's what I found amusing. As as Tails goes, I think I kind of like the character, but I don't just base it on the games. I, I used to watch the Saturday morning cartoon that had Princess Sally, Rotor, Antoine, Bunny Rabot, all of them. I also read the comics right. for... Probably the first 100 issues or so, and there's that many. Oh, there's a lot more than that, yes. And Is... then i I also have an anime movie that they did, and so my my involvement with Tales goes beyond just the 2D platformers or even just the video games. And because of those things, I think I took to him a little more than maybe you had the chance to. And I'm going to come right out and say it. The Sonic Adventure versions of the characters all just kind of suck. So you can't just hold that against Tails. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like the Sonic 3D games overall, I think are not that great. I know they have their fans though. But yeah, it's that's a weird alternate universe type of thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's again, it's a Sonic multiverse. Except I think Sonic yeah. doesn't make any bones about them being Various universes, I think that assumes that all the games take place in the same reality, which is very strange because how long can you be 17, 18, 19 years old? How many times is Robotnik being a blight on your world in a short <laughs> period of time and still on the loose?
2: Well, especially because Sonic Adventure games take place in the real world, right? There's cities and shit, right? Taxi cabs and stuff. So at what point does the government not step in and nuke the son of a bitch, right?
1: <laughs> like... It's true. Yeah, I think it's safe to say the Sonic mm -hmm. Adventure games, probably a different reality than the other Sonic games.
2: I thought they were. Wasn't it Sonic Generations that has the various different versions of the character kind of merged together in some kind of weird cross thing?
1: Yeah, it was sort of like new Sonic and old Sonic. So you have the modern Sonic running around with early 90s Sonic. So the eye color is different. The body shape is different. Original Sonic doesn't talk he just makes physical motions to modern Sonic, things like that.
2: So that's why I thought they were like separate, separate timelines or separate universes. That's why I thought, but you're right. Like I, I didn't read the comic. I, I watched a handful of the cartoons. I think the one I watched though, was this, the weird one. I don't want to call it stupid. Cause I'll get angry tweets, but the one where knuckles is all beefcake for no reason. And, and one of the characters has bandages all over him. I think that might've been Sonic.
1: Oh I yeah. Where they have that one. Um, Athletic tape, Sonic Boom.
2: Yeah, so I watched a few of that. It was okay, but I, nothing I really got into. So I, I've, I've been exploring the deep Sonic lore, I guess. Is, so all I really know is the the original couple games, and like, yeah, the other. I guess for me, the I feel like making Tail the smart one, right? The engine, the gadget character, is a bit of a trope, and I feel kind of weird about that. I don't really care for that right sonic i think as a character stands on stands on his own with his own personality but tails with his tacked on gadget sciency fixation it seems a little bit i don't know, gimmicky and that's another reason why i don't like the character
1: yeah i wonder if uh he was if it did did his introduction in sonic 2 particularly in the manual because that's where all the information about the characters was at the time did it right. say tails was super smart or did it just say he was like Five years old and almost as fast as Sonic.
2: Uh, I can't. I'd have to look at the manual now. I don't know. I, I just know he's the one who flies the freaking plane, so he can't be.
1: Can't be five tr- years
2: old and flying a plane. Was
1: he five? He might have been seven. He was five or seven in <laughs> That's Sonic Two. Not
2: any better. He
1: was. He was a. He was. He was a child, like plain and simple. He was just beyond toddler years, basically.
2: GP, can we throw your child into a plane and watch him fly? <laughs> no. Exactly.
0: But it would be cute. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know, man. That's that's a weird one I was not prepared for. I feel like if we did, like, a Snoopy thing with a green screen, yes. But otherwise, no. He should not be trusted as a pilot. Okay.
1: I'm looking at the manual now because I gotta (laughs) find out.
0: So, okay, then while he's doing some research, I have a very important question that maybe should have been posed at the top of the the episode, but I know that Wolf and I have both been just dying to get sick Jake to tell everybody in the world about how he feels about Luigi. You just want to poke so holes yeah, in my I,
2: theories and make me look bad. That's all. You want to make me no, look bad. No, no, no. That's all it, it is. It's, it's not about being right, and it's
0: not about being wrong, although you did say I was right, and that did feel good. It's about getting to hear somebody back up their feelings and, like, not die on the hill because no one has to die here. But... I love hearing you and really anybody speak passionately about somebody. I, I think, and I'm getting a little deep here again, one of the joys in life, like if you really want to have the human experience, watch somebody who takes pleasure from something that you don't necessarily take pleasure in. Like if somebody's into movies, but you're not really a movie person, ask them a movie question and just watch them light up and go off on it for a while. So yeah. to hear sick Jake talk about the things he loves, mostly hatred. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the question. What exactly would you constitute or or what what's the definition of a sidekick? There's a reason that I'm asking this, But what what qualifies or quantifies somebody as a sidekick in your opinion?
2: Didn't research this, GP. hold on. Oh, right. you,
0: know, you don't got to research man. anything, just in your heart. It's going to be like something a partner, you know when you see it. Right? A partner who stands
2: yeah. by the hero and helps him out.
0: Okay. So in order to be a sidekick, there has to be a singular defined hero, yes? I'd say so. Okay. The reason I was asking is, and I want to get Wolf's take on this as well, but in my head the thought was any of the Ninja Turtle games. Leo is like the leader, but he's not necessarily the hero. You could pick either of the four turtles. Does that mean that the other three are sidekicks? Or are they ancillary characters? But in that case, they all share top billing, Yes. Yeah,
1: I would say they're all heroes. Um,
0: yeah, okay, in a half shell, probably. I, me, sure, <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> but I mean that 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 doesn't single out any one turtle in the title. They're all part of the title.
0: Yeah, right. As opposed to like Mario, which has whereas Mario, you know, in the, title.
1: the game is called Sonic the Hedgehog, not Tails the Fox.
0: Right. right. He's a fox. <laughs> Sorry, okay, that, so what were you able to find out, Wolf? Well, I know you were you were researching. Okay,
1: well, it doesn't say in the manuals. I thought it did. It must have said in advertisements at the time. But apparently, according to this uh, fandom page wiki, he was four when he was introduced.
0: <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> well, that's in Fox years. So he's yeah, that's like kind of what years I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I still don't know if I feel comfortable
0: throwing a fox, no matter what the age, into a goddamn plane. Right. And, yeah, well, let's keep in mind a lot of the animals. That's the other thing. Okay. This is all I'm going to weigh in, and then I'll give my my final thing here is. Uh, in in Disney, which I don't want to get sued here, but, uh, for example, you have some animals that are anthropomorphic, uh, anthropomorphic right? They, they speak. They walk. Uh, they do all these things. They They wear clothes and then you've got Pluto who's an animal like Goofy but they keep him on a leash and naked (laughs) so here's here's the tie-in what happened to allow Sonic and Tails to become anthropomorphized and Knuckles and the other animals but they're freeing all of these very regular basic animals at the end of each of these zones where's the evolutionary gap there what happened um and the other thing is, I think it's part of the job of the sidekick to assist the, the protagonist. I'm thinking of uh, Rush in Mega Man or Beat in Mega Man 5. Uh, those are, yes, the only two I could think of. Um, if Tails as a sidekick is getting Sonic killed, yeah, I kind of got to go with, with Jake on this. He's a cute, adorable character. I understand why they introduced him. The fact that he flies using his two tails or a biplane is cool, but nonsense. But yeah, don't don't give me somebody I've got to trip over <laughs> in order to be able to beat the game.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't say you're doing me a favor and then have that favor uh sabotage me.
2: You mentioned Rush. Is Rush yeah. a sidekick or a pet? Oh, fuck man. <laughs> Cuz this leads into my my other one when we get to it. Um Rush kind of, partakes kind of in
1: combat. Made. So Based on that, I would call him a sidekick.
0: That's yeah. And considering Mega Man is the robot to another person, can somebody's Yeah, is Mega Man a pet? Assistant? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Can a pet have a pet? I this is we need to do a psychology of Mega Man episode and let me really get into the therapy (laughs) thing and we'll we'll dissect Mega Man and each other. I love it. Um well, so yeah is, I, I would classify Rush as a sidekick.
2: Is a police dog a, a sidekick or a pet? Well, he's not a pet, I guess.
0: He's a If he's drawing in that case the they refer force. to
1: them as their partner.
2: You're right. Uh, you know Okay. Sidekick. Sure. I agree.
0: Um yeah, he he's there to assist in the victory of and, and the the overall progression of of the the protagonist. Right. So yeah, that's it's interesting. I think that Mega Man aspect of it needs to to have an, an episode because there's so many great Mega Man games. Yes, but there's so many great characters and things around it. I mean, technically, Mega Man I guess would be Doctor Light's uh, sidekick. So is Doctor Light really the hero? I don't know. And who do you like better, Proto Man or Mega Man or what? Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> we got at least one an episode. That's where we're at. Okay. Uh, so Jake, yes, you were you were leading somewhere else. Where where else were you going with all that? Yeah, I had
2: two other ones. Um, okay, so pet or sidekick, right? Zen. okay, Pikachu.
1: But see, what particular game are you referring to here? <laughs> I gotta ask are you so, Are you talking about Pokemon Yellow? Are you po- talking about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu? Or are you just okay. saying Pokemon in general? Because in that case, like anyone who. Whatever Pokemon you pick is essentially the hero's sidekick.
2: Well, so okay, so you're right, I should clarify. So also I love Pikachu. So that's why i this is my take on sidekick that I think is great. And I think that's Pikachu. And you're right, so Pokemon Yellow or Let's Go Pikachu, he's right with you right from the beginning of the game. He's he's beside you the entire way. He's definitely a sidekick, I think, there. But I think in any of the Pokemon games, the moment your trainer gets a Pikachu, I think he's automatically the best damn sidekick you're ever gonna find.
1: Now, question because the main character of the Pokemon games never actually really partakes in the combat. Does that make him the eternal sidekick? Him or her, rather, because they they let you pick genders in later games. Well, and actually in all of them, huh?
2: Yeah, I I thought this would come up. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like it, in the cartoon it's like Ash for, and Pikachu, which one is truly the sidekick? Um oh. The way I'm thinking about it in the game, though, so, because the protagonist has no name; it's it's the player, right? The player is the is generally the one who plays a hero. So I'm th- I'm saying that's why Pikachu's a psychic to the player. But also in Pokemon battles, technically it's the trainer giving all the commands to the to to the Pokemon. So that's why I think Pikachu is basically the psychic, the partner.
1: That's true, but I think Pikachu, particularly in the game, is very or not in the game in the in the shows and movies, is particularly capable of combat without Ash's instruction.
2: Well, and that only just shows you that the character is can be capable on his own when he needs to be, but I, I still think he does better when he's paired with his trainer.
1: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Hmm. Can I...
2: And like, I think... Go
1: ahead. Well, I, I don't know how long you wanted to keep talking about Pikachu, because <laughs> I do actually have probably my most favored sidekick in a video game and it's it's gonna surprise you a little bit
2: okay well the only thing I would say about Pikachu is that not only is he a great in combat he's cute and cuddly but there's also growth to the character in the games right they 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 build up they evolve and and just throughout the entire journey you, I find I get very attached to the Pokemon I like in each of the games whether it's Pikachu, or somebody else that you, you pick. I always find a favorite Pokemon in these games. And that's the, the guy I have with me in every single battle. So that's why I think Pokemon is the perfect sidekick, I think. Mm. So that's just my take on it. That's one of the few that I actually like. But let's let's hear yours.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's. Have you guys ever played Fable 2? I have. No. no. Okay. Well, in Fable 2, you get a dog. This dog runs around with you, fights with you. Does all these things with you. And I apologize to those of you who have not played the game because I'm about to spoil something big. This dog is introduced to you very early on in the game. Near the very tail end, the dog jumps in the way to save your main character and dies.
2: Oh, they do that in the game? They kill off your dog? They kill
1: your dog. The dog jumps in the way to save the hero. And then you get the, the very rest of the game, you know, the last bit of combat and a choice at the end. You can choose who to save. You can save the whole world. You can save, like you can bring back all the people who died from the 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 chaos that was caused by whatever the villain was. I don't even remember. All I remember about this game is the dog anymore, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's how standout the dog was to me. So you can choose to save all the people who died or you can choose to save your dog only. Or you can choose to collect a pig, big pile of gold. Like, these are the three wishes you can make <laughs> at the end, and you can make one of them. And you can... Wow. You bet your ass I chose the dog. <laughs> well, you're not <laughs> a right
0: there... No, that right there makes him, uh, you know, very similar in shittiness level to Tails. Because, like, I need a sidekick who's going to help me through this stuff. Yes, he saved your life, but you know what he sucks at? <laughs> continuing to live. you got to bail him out of that. You don't got time. You're a hero.
1: Your Tails so, is great at continuing to live, though.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's it's not a one-for-one metaphor here. But I'm saying, like, you know, don't make my life harder, sidekick. And that's exactly what that dog did. Yes, he saved your life, but, you know, he also stood between you and saving other people or getting a giant pile of money. So... Mm-hmm. Depending on where you're. Thanks, dog. Are. I could be rich right, right? now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're homeless. <laughs>
1: GP, did but you like, have a, um,
0: a favorite sidekick? Yeah, okay. This will sound like I'm joking, and I'm only joking a little bit. <laughs> and then the closing metaphor for this whole thing will be again, kind of sounding like a joke, but I also kind of mean it. Uh, you you guys remember that airplane fighting game, Nineteen Forty Two? Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack is just so epic. Oh god. <laughs> so you know how there are certain power ups that will allow you to get uh other planes on either side of you? Yeah. Yeah. That's your sidekick. And then like they're there to help you just blow shit up. And then if somebody kills them, whatever, they're gone. Probably those guys are the ultimate <laughs> sidekick. Like they help you out. They're there for as long as you need them. If they suck enough to die, you're not really. You're not, you know, oh, man, that sucks, and I hate that. I hate that that happened, but I'll probably just get some more sidekicks here. In <laughs> some minute. more wingmen and later. in that way, yeah, in that way, it's kind of like a barber. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is great. Oh, shit, my barber died. That sucks. So, still got to get a haircut. <laughs> so you're a fan of so, the
1: disposable wingman?
0: Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, here, here's my <laughs> thing with sidekicks. I take a very Ron Swanson approach to this and just strictly, you, you know, utilitarian no what, what's the utilitarian. word utilitarian utilitarian yeah just they serve their purpose i don't want to get attached i don't want to know how cute they are i don't want to know their their preferences for for anything just help me do my mission and uh hopefully you don't die but if you do i'm gonna replace you <laughs> so yeah i gotta go with the wingman from 1940s <laughs> do we want to speed round a couple yes all right yes
1: let's sure. do that okay. yeah. um all right okay Let's start with the weighted companion cube
0: from Portal. That's what? That's not a, it Is it sentient? It's a, it's a companion cube by definition. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it helps
1: you through all your puzzles,
0: mm-hmm. and at
1: one point, you actually have to sacrifice it to move on.
2: It's an inanimate object, right? This is not. <laughs> this is not the the Wheatley thing that flies around, right? It's just literally the box with the heart on it. Yes. Oh, okay. Well played, sir. Companion Cube.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Companion Cube. I think it's a, a great thing. It helped me through some times in my life. I like that they've made actual plushies and products about the Companion Cube. For that end, I would have absolutely no problem getting rid of it if it meant J.K. Simmons was talking to me. So, <laughs> wow. all right. Okay. Again, it's just the utility of it. How great. How
1: about Cortana from the Halo series?
0: So I'm not as familiar mm-hmm.
1: with the
2: series as you guys probably are. But from what I know of her, she's very core to that, that like to John Spartan's mission, right? Like she's except for the, you know, spoilers later on. But she she's core to that character succeeding, right?
1: Yeah, she she acts as navigator. She acts as emotional support. She acts as guidance. She she has so many roles. She she's literally his personal hacking assistant.
0: Right. <laughs> Okay. So but again doesn't take part in any combat. Then again, neither does the companion cube. So, I don't know.
1: She doesn't take so part in combat, but she's, she's in that's... the battlefield with John at all times. Well, almost yeah. all it's, times. Okay,
0: so is so is the the dragonfly from Spyro or the the fairy <laughs> from uh from, you know, Ocarina of Time? Yeah, Navi.
1: Yeah, Navi is a sidekick.
0: It? Yeah, Navi. Yeah, you.
2: and she's one of the yeah. worst ones. She was the other one on my list. <laughs> uh.
1: Hey, listen.
2: Fuck you. I already know how to kill this boss. Hey, listen. No, I know what bombs do. Leave me alone. Hey, listen. I know it's a stick. I know what to do with Deku nuts and a stick. Leave me alone. She's the (laughs) most annoying sidekick. I can't stand Evie. Watch
0: out. Can we get the robot voice from Werewolf? Hey, listen. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. That's what I need. That's going to be my new uh, text ringtone. When somebody texts me, that's what I'm going to get.
2: I want a ROM hack that mutes her. I, I, I can't stand <laughs> her. She's not as bad. Is admittedly. Th- so I'd then... be
1: surprised if that's not a thing.
2: It's got to be right. But, uh, <laughs> well, cause fee and, um, uh, Skyward sword, which the remake just came out and apparently they toned down how annoying she is, but she does the same thing as Navi constantly giving you unwanted advice to the point where it drives you
0: mad. <laughs> so... ah. Okay. Well, if we're going to go crazy with the ROM hack ideas, I actually just spent 30 minutes on a stream yesterday talking about a great rom-hack idea for Final Fantasy IV not important. Here's what I want, though, from the Ocarina thing. I want Navi, but I, I don't want her muted. I wanted her, I want her played by um, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> just screaming constantly, hey, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I think that would be hey, the best option. Listen, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very forceful. Very intense. You don't yeah. want to not listen yeah. to that, Navi. You'd, you'd be you know afraid to not listen was... to that, Navi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we have a Amazon Luxus in our house, and uh, mm-hmm. they released a Samuel L. Jackson voice for it. But you, no. you, you can't get in Canada. Do you know how upset I was? I love Sam Jackson. I love all his fucking movies. <laughs> yes, my wife Canada and i's, i's first date was basically to watch Snakes in a Plane. That's how I remember our anniversary. Wow. I love the dude so much. Uh, my wife does not like Snakes in a Plane. <laughs> <because> <laughs> But I think it's great. But I love him, and he can't get can't get his voice in Alexa up here, or at least I have not checked in a while.
0: I didn't know you could get it in the lower forty eight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that tomorrow when my kids are at school. <laughs> at school, it's the summer. There's both tomorrow adult and not,
2: not an adult editions of Samuel Jackson and Alexa. I love
1: it. You gotta have it. All right, my my last speed route entry. Jake's favorite. Diddy Kong.
0: Oh fuck him too. <laughs>
2: Why is no, he, why is he a favorite? What does
0: he ever do for you? He helped beat Donkey Kong Country, the quintessential Super Nintendo game. Uh, God, sorry. Also, the it's second the game made him not a sidekick anymore. That's true. He had star potential.
2: Okay, you know what? You got to remind me, because it's been a while since I've touched that game. What is the unique power for Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong?
0: uh well they're donkeys no they're, they're monkeys dk can
1: slap the ground and hurt things in front of him
0: diddy does cartwheels right yes yes but they're powerful and they can make you yes uh jump much further than dk
2: okay so you're right so i want to revise my opinion yeah. i like diddy kong it's donkey kong then go fuck himself because i remember now when i played through that game Whenever there's a couple sections where I needed the cartwheel to kill a certain enemy or it was much easier to do it that way. And if I lost them, I was stuck with Donkey Kong and I couldn't get past a level. I remember this now. I hate Donkey Kong, but Diddy was okay. And that's extended into Donkey Kong Country Returns, which is a game I actually do like. My wife and I used to play it. And in that game, I think it's Diddy Kong that has the jetpack, which is incredibly useful to get through that game. And when you're playing co-op with your wife, let me tell you, We used that jetpack a lot to get through that game. (laughs) So I I liked it. You know what? I take it back. Diddy Kong is cool, despite being in a shitty game.
0: So it sounds like we can all agree that Diddy Kong is redeemable. Yes. Or not even in need of redemption. Take it one step Yeah.
1: He was not the weak link of the game. (laughs) No. (laughs) Shots fired, I know. Sorry to those of you who love the game. It's okay to be wrong sometimes.
2: I have... um, (laughs) Mr. Knight's been telling me, because he heard me say trash talk in Young country so he's, he kept telling me oh the second one's better you gotta play the second one so I did hear Dixie Kong's quest whatever is a better game so I, I do need to give that one a shot that's the one with Dixie Kong I think right
1: yeah Dixie is the two the second player choice in that one and I believe right. she does a sort of helicopter glide downward with her hair
2: now does she straight up murder Diddy Kong like Tails does Sonic or no
0: no i think they do a good job of keeping him in the background until needed <laughs> okay <laughs> um
1: you know what i i don't know how i forgot about this guy this is gonna be my last one <laughs> i know i said that one but okay. this one i gotta mention I, I can't we can't do this episode and i not mention daxter daxter Actually, yeah, gonna ask you for that one. is a great sidekick and you know through the whole first of the game Uh, Through the whole first game, I don't think you ever see him partake in anything other than sassing everybody. (laughs) But from the second game on, you actually do use him from time to time, and he even gets his own game that takes place during the very start of Jack 2, and the whole game's purpose is to get to Jack and save him. So I, I feel like uh, Daxter is definitely top tier sidekick. One, he sasses everybody nonstop. <laughs> Two, he's actually capable when he needs to be, and he's a little fuzzy dude. I
2: mean... <laughs> well, we did the uh, the episode on Jack and Daxter. You also explained that basically his species is like a precursor race, right?
1: Yes, he is the pre. He is he was transformed by dark eco into a precursor making him one of these essentially mythical beings of whatever planet Jack and Daxter live on. So
2: like that right there is like, that's really cool backstory and lore. It's the focus of one of the games to find out the history of the precursors. I think that's really good. And when we're talking beginning episode about multiverses with the Luigi, I don't care, but Jack and Daxter, I I think that's a really cool lore. I think that's really interesting. I think he might be one of my favorite
1: sidekicks. I'm sorry we didn't mention Clank. I don't think any of us has played Ratchet and Clank, really.
2: We, we just said Jack and Daxter. It's the same thing, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, same thing. I'm not hearing the difference. Yeah, <laughs> okay, fair.
2: What about Kazooie?
1: I never played anything past the first one. I 100%ed the first Banjo-Kazooie. Honestly, none of the characters in that game stuck with me. I never went back. So uh, Kazooie is no more memorable than Banjo or whatever the witch was to me. For other people, I'm sorry if you disagree with me. I'm sure this was just one of those games that didn't hit for me. And maybe it was the time in my life I played it. I don't know. But Banjo-Kazooie, fun game. But the characters did not stand out for me one bit. None of them.
0: Uh, you you got to quit apologizing to people who disagree with you who are listening. That's why we have a Discord. I'm just saying, you can join the Discord, <laughs> and they can yell at you there.
1: I mean, I, I, you know what? You're right. I think I did not apologize for the zillion one, and I got heat for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mean m- million Engagement. secret castle? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll stop
1: apologizing.
0: <laughs> no, you do whatever you need to do. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying, like, don't out apologize the Canadian. <laughs> I I almost never
2: say I'm sorry. I gave up two years in. Um, you're not wrong, though, about Banjo. You're right. Banjo, I think, is a bit of a, a dumbass. But Kazooie was okay. You know what? You're right. They're not a good example. That pair is not very good. I think Grunty or Gruntilda the Witch, I think she's more interesting than either one of that those That was characters. her
1: name. I kept wanting to say Witchy-poo, but I know that's H.R. Puff and yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, she's the one in this game. She speaks in rhyme all the time, and I think it's funny. I think a lot of those are clever. So, Hmm. okay. Guys, I got one last one. Oh, yeah. Yoshi. What do you think?
0: I I always feel bad for Yoshi. Me too. Like, I don't feel like he is with it enough to be considered a sidekick as much as just a, a, a disposable vehicle. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Mario's already got Luigi for a sidekick. I think this is more just like a, a pet that can respawn that you don't mind seeing him die if he's going to help you out.
1: Yeah, and ever since they basically made it canon that Mario is in fact punching Yoshi in the head to make him stick yeah. his tongue out in Mario World. You know, for all the it's ridiculous things PETA has attacked Nintendo for, <laughs> the fact that that didn't spur one of them,
2: it's because Yoshi's not covered in fur. That's the only reason why.
1: Yeah, it must be because I mean that's really one of the most flagrant animal abuse cases in the Mario universe. And Peter was like, "Yeah, whatever. It's a reptile.
0: It's <laughs> <That's> a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> like if Peter's going, ew." ew. Gross! No, that's fine. Hit that! Hit that thing in the head. I just has anybody ever felt guilty for dumping off a Luigi? Or uh, sorry, uh, Yoshi. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian jump off right? his
2: head all the time in Mario and the Wii. Mm-hmm. <coughs> no guilt whatsoever. I just
0: yeah, that's that's more of like a shameful thing I think yeah. with Yoshi.
2: Hey, hey, Luigi! See that coin over there? Let me pick you up and throw you to it. Oh, oh! You fell down the hole. Oh, well, at least got the coin.
0: Well, here's here's what I want. I want before we played the Smash Brothers game. I want Jake. To record himself playing Mario fighting Luigi in, in a Smash game, I, don't, I want to watch how that goes.
2: <laughs> I'm terrible with Mario, though. I would probably not do very well. He's
1: not he's not one of my main what?
0: characters. But you can I'll change try. the ha- the handicaps and not tell anybody about it. Oh. <laughs> Put it to easy mode. Yeah. There you go.
1: You know, I I do have to say though, I I actually feel bad when I have to lose my Yoshi in Mario World. In fact. I yeah. think that's a clip that people can access on my Twitch channel is me screaming, My Yoshi! Because <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> let him fall in the lava.
2: Yeah, anytime you have to do a Yoshi jump to to escape dying from a pit, part of me feels bad. But also, it's like, Yoshi's damn useful, right? Like, he's he's a useful power-up. <laughs> I hate to call yeah. him a power-up, but he's useful. So losing him sucks. Yeah.
0: I don't know if i call him a sidekick, though. Like... If you're going to consider him that way, then I would say he's a much preferred one over Tails. I've never died because of Yoshi, I don't think, but he's helped me through some stuff. But then again, I don't really feel bad. Like, In that way, he's kind of like the uh, the Wingman from 1942. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. There'll be another one coming along soon. And in different (laughs) colors.
1: You know, thinking back (laughs) on Mario World... Yoshi, like, the whole game treats Yoshi, at least mechanically, as a steed. But the first thing you're given as far as a lore dump in that game is a letter from Yoshi. (laughs) He is an extraordinarily literate... Basically, you are abusing Mr. Ed the entirety of Mario World. But Uh, Yoshi in that game is a a different version
2: every time, right? So that first egg you get in World 1, when you... Accidentally lose him in a pit. That's the Yoshi that wrote your letter, right? All the rest of the game are <laughs> different
0: Yoshis. Dark. <laughs> right, but also I think the the more messed up thing, or equally as messed up, is you realize that the entire race of Yoshis, uh, or species of Yoshis, saved Baby Mario as an infant. Right. So they they did their best to make sure he saw adulthood, and to repay them. He just dumps them off in these pits to, you know, go fetch his peach. So
2: Beats him savagely to eat all kinds of creatures. That's this is dark. Nintendo. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: Yoshi just has to eat five things and he's full grown. Those eggs appear everywhere. Yeah. Yoshi is an invasive species.
0: we need to get Blitz in on this. We got we got <laughs> questions for Blitz <laughs> Surely he can weigh in on the on the Yoshi debate, but yeah, I I gotta say I gotta say from the the past hour, the one thing I take away is like, does Mario deserve the loyalty of the people in his immediate orbit? He's kind of a user, considering. Why do you, you think
1: know, Peach has always just got him on the hook anything? for a cake and nothing more? Uh, she recognizes what he's like. Keep,
0: you know, <laughs> I don't understand how she keeps getting kidnapped. I, she is a very capable fighter if Smash Brothers is to be believed. Well, by the time of Mario Odyssey, you're not even saving her all
2: anymore. She she takes off on her own damn adventure. She could yeah. do she doesn't have any need for Mario whatsoever in that game.
0: And I like that for her. Yeah. She's a princess, she's a, a a very capable whole person who can just, you know, she doesn't always need to be saved. So right. that's that's good. But they started that with Mario too. Because she's in the squad, you know, yeah. trying to save the day. So, and arguably anyway. one of the
2: best best characters. But uh, I do have to yeah. really quick. Now, I'm thinking about it, when you said Mario Galaxy, yeah. that the lore says that Luigi and Peach hook up, and that's where Rosalina comes from. And I didn't like that. But I gotta say, now after all this talk about how Mario treats Yoshi,
0: I kind of think Mario's an asshole now. <laughs> well. They go on later on to say that even though Rosalina is the the child of Luigi and Peach, uh, Luigi did not tell Mario and, in fact, let Mario raise Rosalina until her 18th birthday. And then he stepped forward and said, guess what? So we're both kind of pieces of shit.
1: Full of crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I totally made up that last thing. But tell me that would not be the hottest tea in all of, of Nintendotum.
2: I think I have to stop playing these Mario games, guys.
0: I just can't support the morality or the <laughs> lack of it, is what it is.
2: That's wild.
0: All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining me. I'm sure this is a topic we will discuss further in Discord, and we'll likely have future discussions, uh, maybe even on the Patreon as we move forward and try to watch the Mario movie. But uh, I, I honestly, between those two, Bob Haskins is brilliant, but I got to lean John Languizamo, right?
2: I do like John Leguizamo Whole other episode. a lot. I like yeah. both
0: I of them. Love. He was Mercutio. He did great.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. But uh, all things in time. Yeah. All things in time. So until next time, everybody, why don't we sound off? Uh, where we'll let them know where they can find you.
1: Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash w-a-r-e-w-u-l-f-f. Or you can find me on Twitter. Uh, search, search how I spelled it on Google. Tell it you meant it. You'll find me.
0: Awesome. And Jake, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Yeah, and I'm sick. Jake, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter and
2: OK and Sick. Uh, also, you can find me totally on YouTube, putting up our back catalog of episodes there. And I've made a lot of good progress with that. So if you are more the type who likes to listen to audio or music or podcasts on YouTube, search for Press B to cancel. You're gonna find us there. We have lots of the episodes up there, and a lot of the new ones are up there.
0: More yeah, coming. It's good stuff. I've checked those out. It's it's quality. Uh, And then, of course, as always, I am Guy Prime for The Retro Therapy, which is twitch.tv slash The Retro Therapy. You can find The Retro Therapy on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all those great things. And, of course, press B to cancel. Until next time, everybody, thank you for joining us, and uh, thanks for letting us bring our our B game. Services!
2: Special thanks for music, go to Arthur the Ancient, found on SoundCloud, or The Last Ancient on YouTube. For more episodes, please visit our website, pressb2cancel.com. As well, feel free to like or subscribe at Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you like to listen to your favorite shows. As always, thank you. This has been...
1: Press 2 Cancel.